Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey everybody, welcome back to Concierge Confidential. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are ready for another week of Concierge Confidential. And this week, we are actually going to be talking about planning quick turnaround trips when you come to Las Vegas, because sometimes all you got is one night. So, um, in this particular episode, uh, I'm actually going to be using my own sort of planning tips that I used when I went out of town for a, you know, kind of a special trip for myself. And uh, I had, you know, I hadn't planned a trip in a very long time uh, for myself going out of town. And uh, I have to say, it's very fun and also very stressful um, all at the same time. Uh, But for me overall, it's actually a really fun thing for me to do. I love planning trips, um, especially like, you know, maybe longer ones. But this one was actually unique in particular because it was only for one night. So I was actually going to go do all the stuff I wanted to do, stay one night, and come back the next day. So uh, this is a quick turnaround trip planning guide to Las Vegas. So uh, stay tuned, and that'll be coming up next. Hey, everybody. This is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coating, servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back. So we're going to be talking about quick turnaround trips in Las Vegas and how to get the most bang for your buck. Um, So recently, I had planned a trip to go to Los Angeles, which is quite close to me because I do live in Las Vegas. So it's only about about an hour flight. It's really only like 45 minutes, to be honest. It actually takes longer to like go through security, wait, then do the flight, and then actually get there. So uh, this is quite a quick trip for me. Uh, I had a little bit of time, um, sort of background. So I was actually trying to watch the movie Oppenheimer in IMAX 70 millimeter, which you can only do in 30 places in the entire world. Um, I'm from the United States. So uh, 19 of them are located in the US. So essentially, you know, uh, what is it 11? So over 11 of them are outside the country. So I had plenty of choices to choose from. And the good thing is, is I'm very close to California, where they they actually do have I believe seven or eight of those uh, theaters. Um, in the United States. So um, I actually had a write-up for my my actual job. Um, so I got to, you know, make a little article about what the experience was like. And if you want a detailed experience, you can go to DraftKings uh, Nation or DraftKings Network, uh, go to their pop culture page, and I documented what my day was like. So uh, other than that, uh, I actually will go ahead and talk about it with you guys here on how I went about planning for it. So uh, for those of you unaware, Oppenheimer is a film that you know came out in the summertime, and you can fi- mostly find pic- tickets for it. But uh, I seen it already, so I'd seen it already with a friend and really liked it. But then I kept reading articles about how this is a once in a lifetime experience. You have to be able to see it in IMAX seventy millimeter, which when you look at those theaters, 
those theaters are booked out weeks in advance. So um, you kind of can't get tickets for it unless you look, you know, way far in advance. This was after it had came out. So everybody sort of jumped on the train. So I was kind of playing the waiting game. So as I was kind of looking for the tickets, some of them popped up. So I kind of started sort of researching and thinking about it. And uh, then I jumped on it. So uh, I think this is a really good example of uh, like if you're coming to Vegas for something very specific like Adele or Luke Bryan or Maroon 5 or Bruno Mars shows that really are only here and you kind of have to, you know, do a quick turnaround where you just got the tickets uh, uh, like a week or two in advance and you have to figure out how to get here. So I want to kind of explain how to go about doing that because some people it's easy to plan a trip for, you know, a few days, you know, th- three, four days. Uh, it is actually pretty difficult to, if you're trying to go and get the most out of one day, do everything in one day, like do more than the thing you actually are going for. So uh, that's what I'm going to do here. So I'm going to help you guys figure out what the steps are to purchasing tickets for things, booking uh, hotel accommodations, and really how to get the most out of your stay. So let's kind of start with the first step. So the first step is why are you going for one day? Why are you going for one uh, one night in particular? Uh, is it going to be a uh, a concert that you're going to? Is it you know a show that you're going to? A football game? Anything? So that's really what we're going to focus on. So let's just use for example Adele tickets. So Adele is only performing on Fridays and Saturdays. You know during her run, you were able to get tickets from a friend or something, and you only have maybe a week or two to plan this event. So. Uh, the first order of operation. So let's go for people who actually don't have those friends that gave you a ticket. So what I like to do in this particular case, I'm an over planner. So what I'll do is I'll do a general scan of how much everything's going to be. So first thing I'll do, I'll go look and see if there's tickets available. If I see there's tickets available in my price range, I'll sort of bookmark that in my head. But then at this point, it becomes a very, very quick process of purchasing those tickets because you never know somebody might buy them uh that was exactly what my my issue was for um this uh this trip um it was tickets to go see oppenheimer at the chinese theater so i did not have a lot of time the good thing was there's lots of seats available for the particular day that i saw so um that was kind of the first thing i was looking at and then i also looked at okay what are hotel rooms kind of looking like in the area Um, And then I also looked and saw what the flights were like. So the good thing about Las Vegas and Los Angeles is that we are very close together. So there are a lot of flights going to Las Vegas to Los Angeles, and they're typically, you know, pretty affordable, which again, just depends on the airline and how much you want to do it. Um, I chose Southwest. That's the one that I feel safe with. That's the one I feel comfortable flying with. I probably could have found some tickets at a cheaper rate, but I mean, you can always go with like Spirit or... Um, Alaska Airlines is a really good one. I may maybe stay away from Spirit if you're if you can. Alaska is actually a very good is actually a pretty good airline and uh, Frontier. So actually, I think I might getting I might be getting Alaska and Frontier mixed up. So Frontier is usually one with really good rates. Um, I know a lot of my friends who travel a lot tend to like to go with um, those choices. So, anyways, so once I kind of do just a general scan of what everything looks like on the weekend. Just what everything looks like. So, you know, you know the, the hotel rooms, the airline, and then the tickets, of course. The first thing that you should purchase, if it's something that you is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, I would go with buy the tickets first. 
especially if you're in a very close proximity to that place, for example, Las Vegas to Los Angeles, it's easier for me to figure out travel options to get there because I am closer. So if you are somewhere close to like Las Vegas in general, so like California, Arizona, Utah, even Texas, I know it doesn't sound like that's close, but Texas actually isn't too, too far away. Um, Denver, things that are close to Las Vegas where you know there's going to be many options, uh, especially Las Vegas and an international airport. So they typically have a lot of airlines that fly into Las Vegas, which is very helpful. So that's the first thing I would buy. The first thing I would buy would be the tickets. Uh, so you purchase the tickets because you got to get those locked up because there is a limited supply of those. There's only one place that sells those essentially, the, the, the theater or the arena. So once you buy those tickets, cool, you're locked in, you have tickets to go to the show. That's perfect. So the next thing on the list that I would do is I would then end up booking you can and you really got to do these close together. So I wouldn't actually put these in front of the other. I would say these actually have to do probably done the same night and actually have them set to go right next to each other. And that is your travel and your lodgings, of course. So um, it just really doesn't it just depends. You usually just go with the one that has the least availability at that point. So I would say maybe book the airline flirt first so you now have your travel to get there so you can just go on book it and then you're good to go you have your flight and it goes down there so that should be one of the things and then right after that should be your hotel stay the cool thing about hotel stays or about hotels in general is that for those who've never traveled before uh if you're going to be purchasing a certain rate uh you do not have to pay the full amount in advance for certain places so uh for example Las Vegas is an exception, so just keep that in mind that in Las Vegas, they do charge a deposit for the hotel stay that you are actually purchasing. So it's very different than, for example, like Marriott, which is the company that I like to stay with when I go on uh, travel trips. Um, travel trips. Uh, I usually book with them uh, because they do not require the full amount at booking. They don't even require a deposit. So that's why I actually really like, really like booking with Marriott, just to you know, throw that out there. But just remember in Las Vegas that if you book for a certain amount of days, there's going to be a deposit due when you actually purchase. And then when you get to the hotel, there will be another, you know, the rest of the fee. And of course the room taxes, the resort fee, all that good stuff. So anyways, do those really close together. I would say booking the airline, booking the hotel should be done essentially on the same night. I would not let those go too far apart because the rates that you saw can certainly change. So the cool thing is, is that I work for a company, um, Marriott, uh, that actually has discounts for hotel stays. So that typically is my second or first booking. That's so, so ridiculous. I could do both of those. Uh, but typically, it is my first booking because I can always cancel that at any time. The airline is more like you're locked in. So I guess if I had to say which one goes first, I would say I book the hotel first and then go ahead and book the airline because you can always, you know, pull back the hotel stay. And uh, it's really hard to rebook an airline unless you have like miles or whatever. So uh, then you do that. So now you're booked. So you're good to go. So you have your travel, your ticket, and your lodging. So those are the three things that you need if you're going to be doing a quick turnaround trip. So I usually recommend, if you can, to book early in the day, especially if the event is on the same day, of course. So for example, if you're doing Adele at eight o'clock at night, you probably want to get into Las Vegas somewhere in the morning. If you do as early as possible, that's great. I would say you want to get into Las Vegas around six or seven, 
totally cool. Or leave at 6 or 7, so you get here about 8, 9, 10 o'clock. At that point, you are now into breakfast. You can still do lunch. You can still kind of enjoy the day. Just know this going into it, you will be very tired. It'll be a very exhausting day, which I know doesn't always sound fun. But again, you wanted to do the quick turnaround trip. That is what it is. So when I did my quick turnaround trip to Los Angeles, I actually had to wake up extra early because I had to do a uh, two-hour radio slash TV show, which was two hours, and that started at 7 o'clock, and that ran until 9, and then I ended up getting on an airplane about 10, 11 o'clock. It's about a 45-minute trip, so I got there about noon. Um, I still had, you know, kind of the rest of the day, and my showing was at 10 o'clock, so I had essentially most of the day to do stuff during the daytime, and then I had, you know, the night kind of planned, so... I recommend you do it as early as you can. I know you may not be a morning person, but for these kind of trips, it is a very quick turnaround. So um, if you leave early, remember you can always sleep on the plane. That's always a good place to sort of just sort of recoup. I know it's tough sometimes, but that's a place where you're going to have to try to sleep is on the plane. Because once you land, you're going to be wanting to do stuff. So once you land, grab your Uber. And I would say the cool thing about Las Vegas is that you do not need to rent a car. The extra step that I had to do when I went to Los Angeles is I had to rent a car. You have to understand where you are going. Uh, Vegas is a great place to do a quick turnaround trip because there's not a lot of travel involved in terms of once you are in Las Vegas. We are one strip. And if you want to go downtown, it's just an Uber right away. And there's not, you know, super amounts of traffic, unlike right now when the F1 event is going on. But you get my point. So Las Vegas, you do not need to rent a car. You can, especially if you're just doing a a daytime trip, you do not need to do a rent a car. You can just do an Uber, a taxi. It's probably going to cost you between, you know, $15 and $20, depending on what, you know, peak times are. So get to Las Vegas, get your Uber, get to your hotel. Um, You're probably not going to be able to check in just because at that point, Many places, they're still turning over stuff. They don't let you check in until 3 o'clock. Uh, Las Vegas check-in is 3. But sometimes you can check in early. You can get in there you know, about noon. You can usually do an early check-in. Sometimes they charge you extra, so just keep that in mind. But the cool thing is, is that you can keep your bags and your luggage at the bell desk. This is also another tip is dress like you are going to go out when you get to the airport. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean come in sweats and, you know, pajamas. If you're going to be wanting to go out in jeans, regular, you know, regular pants, regular clothing, go out and be ready to go. So that means for the gentleman, get dressed like you're getting ready to go hang out for the whole day, just like a normal day. Uh, If you need a change of clothes, cool, but try to get in, you know, early for those, those check-ins. Uh, ladies, uh, I do recommend try to dress like you're going to be going out that day. So wear your jeans, wear your regular pants. Um, if you, if you're comfortable wearing pajamas the entire day, then cool. But I usually recommend you get ready. Like you're getting ready for, you know, almost the entire day, obviously make up something that you can do. Um, for some people, um, you can just put something on really quickly. If you need extra time, that's fine. You can just take your whole kit. They have bathrooms in the casinos where you can t- put all your makeup. Don't worry. We've seen it all. It's not going to freak us out. But that's something that you can do on your own because you usually have a makeup bag that can go with you. It's hard to change out a whole outfit, but if you just need to put makeup on, cool. Uh, but maybe just do your hair really simply. You can just have it down. You can also put in a ponytail, whatever makes you feel the most comfortable throughout the day. So once you get to Las Vegas... Obviously, there's lunch, there's brunch, all these great things that can get you started. Um, 
kind of take your time. Um, when I say like go at a pace, uh, some things that you may not be able to do in one day, unless it's something that you planned, is you're probably not going to be able to enjoy a spa day. Like spa days, to really enjoy, you need to take some time. Usually the shortest massage you can do is about a 40 to 50 minute massage. Uh, it's usually 50 minutes and that's an hour out of your day. And you're obviously not just going to do the massage. You're going to want to enjoy the rest of the, th uh, of the entire spa, which you're not going to be able to do because you're on a time crunch. So the spa is typically out. Uh, you know, tours throughout that day are also probably out because those tours can take up a very large chunk of time. They have specific times where it's not like you can just go right ahead. Uh, for example, when I went to Los Angeles, I wanted to do the Academy Awards Museum, which is in LA, and I had to spe pick a specific time. I'd never been before, so I didn't know exactly how it was going to work, so I had to actually map out what I was going to do that day. So I knew that I was going to leave Las Vegas at about 11, 11.30, get to Los Angeles about 12, 12.30, I was going to have to get a rent a car, which is going to have a time slotted. So I picked uh, 1 2 o'clock, something like that. And then from there, I had to get from the airport to my location, which is the Academy Awards Museum around three. That's when my tour was set up. I actually got to do a lot of this stuff a little bit earlier because I was running ahead of time. Uh, the cool thing about the Academy Award Museum is that you don't really need a time and you can just kind of go through and you have to also build in time for that experience. So for me, I knew that I was going to have to build in about two to three hours for the museum that I was going to be at. And again, I was traveling alone. So really, there's a lot of stuff you can do on your on your own, but I needed to be sort of in places at certain times, which is something that you have to know when you're going to be doing a trip, you know, on a quick turnaround. Even if you're a couple, you really kind of have to map out your day because when you are going for a quick turnaround trip, a lot of it is getting as much bang for your buck in that time. And no, you are not going to want to sleep. You're going to want to sleep after for sure. But I recommend that you 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 do as much as you can without, you know, extreme amounts of rest, which doesn't sound, you know, very fun, but that's something that you have to do. Um, if you can build in a quick nap, try to, and try to, you know, set an alarm. Don't trust yourself because you will be pretty exhausted if you take a nap like between four and six o'clock, if you know what I mean. So anyways, so when I went, I had to build in time. So I had to build in two to three hours at the Academy Awards Museum, which honestly, it did take that entire time. So I knew that from three to let's just say five, five thirty. I was going to be engaged doing something. So um, I built that in. And I also wanted to do dinner after, which meant that I had to, you know, dinner's going to be around 6, 7 o'clock, something around there. So I ended up doing that, getting to my sp all my places, checking into the hotel, which was not really a problem, which in Las Vegas, checking into hotels can take a, quite a while sometimes. So if you're able to do... Uh, express check-in or something of that nature, um, I'd recommend it because really you are going to be spending most of your time out of the room. You're really just going to be using it to sleep. So this is one of the cases that I recommend you just go to the kiosk to check in. Most of the time I recommend checking with a human being, but if you are just going to be staying there for one night, really you're not going to be able to enjoy the room at all. Uh, so go ahead, do the express check-in, and then that'll get you kind of going when you need to get you know going. So anyways, so you get here, you're setting up your stuff. I would have one thing planned for the day. I would say whether it's uh, lunch or whether it's maybe an experience. So let's just say you want to go shoot guns. Cool. That's something that you want to do things that you're able to sort of walk into um, and not have like a really like hard set reservation time. So um, I would say 
Lunch is a great option. I would say the pool you might want to stay away from just because, again, it takes a long time. It, you have to get ready for it. You have to change. It's a whole different experience altogether. So um, I would say you can definitely go on like the high roller. That's a great option just because the high roller, that big giant Ferris wheel, is something that you don't have to have a hard set reservation for to enjoy. So I would say something like that. They also have the Princess Diana Museum. We also have beautiful galleries. These are all things that you can do throughout the day. But really, this is up to you. This is all self-guided throughout the day. You can go shopping. You can go eat. You can drink. Vegas is great because there are so many places or so many things to do in one set of times. So really, you're really just sort of trying to fill time between when you get to Las Vegas and then when you have to go to your event. So always keep that event time in mind. So I always like to do dinner. So I always like to have a dinner set up if I can have a reservation. So again, so let's just say you get to Las Vegas about 10, 11 o'clock. I would say, you know, build in time for, you know, food doing whatever you want to do while you're here, walking over the Bellagio, checking out the, the Botanical Gardens is always a great thing to do, especially when you have no idea what you're doing. Um, so it's a really great fun thing to do. I would say this is going to sound sort of boring, but try not to drink too much throughout the day because you'll be really tired at nighttime. This is actually a problem I had when I went ended up going to the movie itself is I drank throughout the day, you know, periodically. And throughout the movie, I did close my eyes once. And that was the thing I was there for. And you don't want to fall asleep while you're actually doing the event that you went there for, like seeing Adele, for example. So uh, that's what I recommend is you don't drink too much throughout the day. Or if you do, fine. But try to give yourself a little bit of rest in between the time that you get back to the room and get all set up and then going to Adele. So let's just say you spend the whole day there. You want to have dinner. So typically, 8 o'clock is when Adele starts. She does start pretty promptly. So she's usually between 8 and 8.15 is when she starts her show. She does not have an opener, so just keep that in mind. So I recommend you want to go to dinner probably around 6 o'clock at the latest, especially if it's only you and two other, you know, maybe one other person. Uh, dinner can take about an hour and a half, hour 45, something around there. Again, you're cutting it close. Um, like when I do it, I did dinner at 5.30, 5.45, had a very leisurely dinner, and then just sort of strolled into the concert. But I know you're going to want to have that time in, in, in before and you have to get ready and all you're good to go. So build in time to get ready. So you probably want to build in time that you want to be back at the room. So if your show is at 8 o'clock and then you have somebody who gets who takes a long time to get ready, you should probably be back in the room probably sometime around 4.30, 4.45, maybe even 5 o'clock if it takes you, you know about an hour to get ready. So again, we're on a time crunch. Uh, I usually recommend you take a carry on with you because that actually cuts down time that you have to wait at the at the uh, carousel for your luggage. I took a nice traveling backpack. Uh, I would say actually invest in a nice traveling backpack. Um, I have a North Face backpack, which actually can fit my laptop. It's really good for fitting clothes. Um, I don't recommend those big giant backpacks unless you're like a hiker and have one already. But hiking backpacks are actually really good because they actually have spaces for clothing, which is actually very helpful. And it's not, it's, you know, a little bit different than having a regular bag. So anyways, pick your carry on. You're good to go. Get dressed. Perfect. 
Um, so uh, I would say you want to start dinner about six o'clock. There are great places around Caesar's Palace to have dinner. Um, I would say places like Water Grill is really, really great because it feels a little high end, but it's actually not super expensive. And it's also something you can walk into if you know weren't able to get that reservation. Uh, I travel alone, so I don't really make a lot of dinner reservations just because places don't uh, you know do that. So I always make sure the place has a bar. I do extensive research on restaurants I want to go to. Uh, again, I might be a little bit crazy in that, but I like having that planned out as where I'm going to eat. So that's something that I always recommend to always sort of map out where you're going to eat at. Do they take walk-ins? What is the dress code? All those things. Because when I went to dinner for this particular event, uh, I actually made sure that I can walk in wearing certain clothing and I made sure I had packed that clothing as well. Uh, again, I figured... I know how to dress, so that's not bad. So try to wear things that you know you can combine. So I have like these cool Nike blazers, which I wear a lot of places, and you can actually I can wear those with jeans. I can also wear those with slacks, and then put like a nice top on, you know, a shirt or you know, button down, and you're good to go. So you just kind of have to know how to com combine and be very creative with your outfit choices. Because again, when you take one bag, you're not going to have a lot of choices to choose from. Obviously, uh, when you have a shrunken down wardrobe. So that's another thing. So anyways, you're going to go to dinner. Um, Water Grill is great there. They also have uh, Stanton Social if you want to be a little bit more fancy. That's sort of like a steakhouse. They also have sushi at Caesars Palace. So these are all places that are around the actual event itself. So I think that's important just because it cuts down the time you have to go to certain places. Because once you're done with dinner, you're not going to want to have to jump into a cab again to get to your other uh get to Adele herself, which she's at uh, the Coliseum, of course. So again, plan out your time to just so you can maximize the time that you are there. So again, pick a place that's at the venue that you're going to. So just, you know, for example, if you're going to be going to see Maroon 5, they perform at the Dolby Theater in uh, the Dolby Live Theater at the Park MGM. They have restaurants there as well. They have the library. They have Bavette's. They have Eataly, which is a great option, especially if you're traveling sort of on a whim. That's a good place to plan out just because they have lots of choices. Uh, there's lots of restaurants around there. So try to choose things that are within that space. You really have to do your research, especially when you're doing one-day trips because you don't have time to get lost, which when you are traveling with like two or three days, that's totally fine to get lost for the most part. Don't get lost in dangerous areas. But getting lost is part of the fun because that's how you find really cool things. But we are on a mission. So when we're doing single day turnaround trips, really important for you to have your schedule much more set than usual. So you really want to put this in the hands of somebody who knows how to schedule and knows how to maximize the time that you're there. So again, planning is very, very important for quick turnaround trips. So then you go to Adele and you have your good time. Try to stay awake because I know it's a very, very long day. And then once you do do do, do Adele, uh, she is, what is she? She's about, she takes, it's about a two, it's about a two hour show, about two, two hour 15. Uh, she does a, a lot of songs. So just know that if you're there at eight, you're probably going to be finishing around 10, 15, 10, 30. 
and then the night is yours. You can do whatever you'd like with the rest of the night. You'll probably want to go to sleep. Um, and that's completely fine. Do your thing. There's plenty of bars you can always go to, especially on the weekends. or always have music at a lot of these bars. But enjoy your time while you're there. Once you've, once you've done your event, it's really up to you. You go off, do whatever you want. You've done it. Everything else is just icing on top of the cake. Uh, I do typically recommend for these long trips that when you come back the next day is that you try not to book your flight too, too early if you can avoid it. So uh, I ended up booking my flight, I believe, around 5 o'clock the next day. So really you almost get a day and a half. Um, in Vegas, that's actually awesome because everything is so close together. Since I was in Los Angeles, I had to drive across the entire city to get to LAX. I had things that I had to do. I had to return a rent-a-car. In Las Vegas, when you can do a quick turnaround trip, you know, one day and then coming back the next day at 5, 6 o'clock, um, you can really get a lot of stuff in. You can do brunch if you want, which is super popular. Um, that's probably one of the best things you can do sort of on the day coming back. And um, you do shopping. People love to shop sort of like right before they leave. So these are all options that are at your fingertips. But I would say the three most important things to know if you're doing quick turnaround trips is that plan as much as you can in advance. Understand that you're going to be making some sacrifices in terms of, you know, your well-being. You're going to be pretty tired at, at the end of the day. And the other one is, again, take times to still enjoy it, to be able to soak up a lot of what you're doing. So once you're in the moment, you're in the moment. Just do what you're doing. If you're on the middle of a tour, enjoy the tour. And I think that's the best advice I can give you is once you're doing your thing, do do the thing that you're doing. But you do have to be a little bit, you know, on it about keeping time in terms of getting to those things. Because once you're there, you're it's built in, you know how long it's going to take. It's all good. So again, this has just been, you know, a little bit of a refresher on how to do a trip on a very short amount of time and get the most out of your trip and your stay here in Las Vegas. So again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, I know that we've, you know, kind of been intermittent here and there in terms of the Concierge Confidential podcast. Um, I try to stay up to date on Last Hand in Vegas as much as I can. But again, I did go on the trip. I tried to, you know, squeeze in a couple bars on the way there. I actually ended up doing a restaurant there called Mother Wolf, which it was quite delicious when I went to uh, Los Angeles. So really, really happy about it. So anyways, if you want to see our latest videos, check us out on Concierge Confidential underscore LV on Instagram. You can also check us out on TikTok, which is at Keys to Vegas. Same thing for Twitter. It's at Keys to Vegas as well. And again, just check out all of our latest videos. Um, I'll be throwing up a couple this coming week and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, I might even be documenting my trip to Los Angeles. Haven't thought about it yet, but we'll see. But anyways, this was Concierge Confidential. Again, with me, Brian Ortega. If you see me out in the town, awesome. But if you do, remember, keep it confidential. 